Hi there. Welcome to the 16th episode of the Fall in Love with Yourself First podcast. My name is Mandy Tardif, and the title of today's episode is How to Get Closure When You Can't. So I don't know if you've ever experienced this before where you were in a relationship and it ended, and it ended in a way where you just felt like you couldn't get the closure that you were you know, wishing that you could get for whatever reason. Either the other person just like ghosted you or they just left or they wouldn't talk to you and you weren't able to just get the answers that you were wanting to get, the validation or the acknowledgement. And what do you do when you just can't? Maybe you've tried, maybe you've reached out to them, maybe you've called them, maybe you've written them letters, maybe you've texted them. I have definitely been in this situation and it can be really painful because on on so many levels I personally believe that we as humans we we just want harmony we just want we just want to love and when you are in a relationship with someone and you are in an emotional relationship a romantic relationship you're intimate and you just experience feelings and emotions with somebody and then you're sharing all this energy and this just time with somebody And then for whatever reason, maybe they just decide that they're scared or maybe they meet someone else or maybe who knows why. There's so many reasons why somebody would just decide to leave a relationship with you. But it's super painful when someone does that and you're not able to just reach this place of like, well, why? And you are left to make up a story on your own. And it can be so painful because our minds really just like want to know we we want certainty we want to just know okay well I kind of know why we got into this relationship but now I don't know why we aren't in this relationship is it because I'm not good enough is it because I did this is it because I did that was it this was it that and you're you're kind of searching for like answers and because this other person is not maybe talking to you is ignoring you is blocking you you are left to just kind of like create your own story. And that can be really painful because our brains can end up going to like some pretty crazy places, making up stories when we really don't know the true story. So what I want to offer you is five ways that you can actually get closure when you actually feel like you can't get closure. Because I have been in this place before and I tried to get closure from the actual person that I was in a relationship with. I did what I could without losing my own self-respect, right? I sent a couple text messages. I called. I, you know, I sought to have a mature, healthy conversation to just be like, hey, what happened? Like things were going great. And and then all of a sudden you said this and then boom, like you were gone. Like, was it something I said? What, you know, what did, are you sick? Are you, did you move? Like what? what's going on in this person with all my efforts would not would not respond to me and it was really painful in fact because I would continue to run into him in public and he still would just ignore me so I was forced to seek my own closure and it really actually was a blessing in disguise because I used to and and there's nothing I think wrong with this but I used to heavily rely on what someone else like thought to define what I should think about myself and instead with this it was like you know what it doesn't even matter because even if he were to come back to me and say like it was because of this or because of that like I still am like okay well you know what 
just the fact that you were willing to treat me like this and you weren't willing to show up and to be honest with me and truthful with me and have a conversation with me and just tell me the truth even if it might be hard for me to hear like the truth is so much better than a lie like my own closure is is that I don't even want to be in a relationship with you but yeah dealing with lack of closure in a relationship can be really challenging because it just leaves you in the dark but there are some ways that you can find closure on your own so the first one I would say would be just accepting just accepting the situation for what it is and you might want the situation to be different I definitely wanted this person to just like pick up the phone respond to my text message just acknowledge me as a human considering a couple of days before that they were professing their love to me but I needed to accept the situation because when I accepted the reality of the situation and recognized that I may never get closure from this person, it was a lot easier for me to finally kind of just get the closure within myself because it was like, okay, I acknowledge that I cannot control anyone's behavior. And therefore, based on that truth, I'm just going to have to get the closure from myself. All right, so number two, you really just need to take time to grieve because it's just really hard. It's just really hard when this happens. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel angry. I mean, it's not okay to, in my opinion, to like do anything spiteful or hurtful with anger, but these are emotions and these are feelings that we are meant to just have. When someone treats us like shit, of course you're going to feel angry. That's actually a, a healthy emotion to be like, wait a second, like I don't deserve to be treated like this. So allow yourself to feel these emotions and process them in a healthy way. So, you know, if someone does this to you and then it makes you feel really down, like you probably the most, not, you know, probably the, the healthiest thing to do would just be to like, you know, cry, process it with your friends, journal, and maybe go for a walk, go to the ocean, you know, just listen to a podcast or play some music, right? And just, you know, be with yourself, show yourself compassion. But you don't need to like go to the bar, get rip roaring drunk and just go sleep with somebody, right? Because that's not, that's not really going to help you. So just take all the time that you need to just reflect on the relationship, identify what you uh, learned from it and allow yourself to feel these emotions that are coming up so that you can talk to them with a friend, a therapist, and then engage in activities that are going to make you, you know, feel better. So number three, I touched on it just a little bit, is basically like reflect on the relationship. So you want to take some time to really reflect on this relationship. How did you get into the relationship? Where were you at emotionally, psychologically, financially? Um, when you entered the relationship, identify what you learned about yourself from the relationship. Take some self-responsibility for all this, you know, just stuff that happened. I mean, it's not saying that it's your fault that this person is not responding to you or isn't giving you closure, but just saying that like, you know, what is, what is my part in this? 
Consider the positive aspects of the relationship and also make sure that you're considering the negative ones because that's going to help you to get the closure. Because first of all, if this person isn't even available or willing to give you that closure, to have a conversation with you, to show up and have this conscious uncoupling kind of conversation, which is a topic that I uh, touch on in my last episode, which is episode number 15. Um, this can really help you get closure because you're like, wait a second, like, yeah, there were some positive aspects of this relationship, but there was a whole slew of negative ones. And, you know, this is enough closure. I just don't even want to be in a relationship with this person anyway. Number four is make sure you're just focusing on yourself. The more you focus on this other person and why they maybe aren't contacting you, why they just like left off the face of the earth, um, that's just not going to help help you at all. So put your focus back on yourself on where you want to go in life, on, you know, your own energy, on just your own self-care, your own routine, your own personal growth, your own well-being. Engage in all sorts of activities that you really love, that make you happy, that make you feel fulfilled, making sure that you're spending ample time outside in the sunshine and, you know, connecting with your friends and your family. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself both physically and emotionally and spiritually. And number five, consider different closure alternatives. So if you can't get closure from this person, you know, right directly from that person, which is something that I couldn't do. I just, no matter my efforts, which I did, I did effort a little bit, but then after I realized that this person was just not going to give me what I, what I wanted, I was like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not going to try anymore because the more I try, the more it's just going to be disrespecting my own self. And I'm like, no, this no way. I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. I did try. I did make an effort, which only makes sense, but then it was just like, I'm done. So considering other closure alternatives is good because when you feel in some level that you just kind of need some kind of closure, um, you know, you want to look at, all right, what are some other ways that I could do this? So you could write a letter to that person and just say everything that you would ever want to say to them that you can't say in person, right? And you could either mail it or not mail it. Maybe sometimes just writing the letter is going to be enough in and of itself because you were able to get everything out and then you could read it to one of your friends and that could be really cathartic for you and you're like, okay, this is the enough closure that I need. I've already said everything that I need to say and I said it out loud to my friend and I just I don't think I need anything else right you could talk to a therapist about it and just hash out all the details and get their perspective and their suggestions you could talk to a trusted friend or you could also do like some kind of like a closure ritual like you could uh, take all the letters or their sweatshirts or the old t-shirts or whatever gifts or anything that this person gave you, anything that reminds you of this person and you could just uh, burn it on, burn it in a fire or you could, you know, you could give it away. You could bring it to goodwill. You could just perform some kind of ritual for yourself that just says, okay, I am, I am going to really look at this relationship. I'm going to ponder it. I'm going to reflect on it. I'm going to journal about it. I'm going to look at all the things I learned. I'm going to learn about myself. I'm going to empower myself. I am not going to become a victim. This is not a time for you to go into victim mentality or to think that 
just like you want to get back at this person to be harboring bitterness and pointing the finger at them. That's just going to keep you stuck and that's just going to keep you a prisoner in not moving forward. What you really want to do is you really want to move forward. You really want closure. You really want to be able to peacefully, healthily, maturely say, okay, this is what happened and this was my part in it and I did have a part in it and this is what I learned and now I'm just going to say thank you with gratitude. I know why I'm not in this relationship. I know why I'm not going to get into this relationship ever again. I know that even though I couldn't find closure, these are the reasons why I can find closure on my own and I am ready to let go of this relationship. Is closure is a process no matter if you're even able to consciously uncouple with somebody. So it can take time. It can take time to fully come to terms even with the ending of a relationship because a lot of times we just still might be living in this fantasy of the hope that we, you know, attach to that person, that dream that like they were finally the one, they were the one that was going to just make all your dreams come true. So just be patient with yourself and trust that eventually you will find peace and you will find the closure that you need, even if it has to just come from within yourself. So like I said, I definitely have a lot of experience with this. In fact, I ran into somebody today at the coffee shop that I just couldn't get closure with. And um, I still, unfortunately, I mean, I did, I did really get to a good place, a peaceful place of learning what I felt like I needed to learn and just being able to just, you know, let it go and really grow from this experience. But it still hurts. It just really still has this pain point in my heart. And I saw this person today and I looked over and it was, he just looked over and he just gave me this look that I don't even know what it was, but it just felt, it just felt kind of sad to me. I I wished that he would have at least looked over and just acknowledged and just been like, just taking the time to come over and just say, Hey, you know what? I owe you an apology. I owe you something. And I've just been afraid. I've just been feeling like an ass. I've just been, you know, I just haven't known what to say. And the more the days pass, the more I feel like an ass. And, but I just want to come over here and I just want to say that like you didn't deserve that and, and I just want to be a man and I just want to say like I'm sorry. I there There's a place in me that I just feel like would be nice to hear that but it's okay. It's okay that I haven't heard that from this person and it's 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 just part of life. But yeah, it's just interesting that I did run into this a, a person today and the cool thing that I saw within myself which I know that I've come super far was I saw him, right? I had emotions. I'm still a human, but he left right after I saw him. And within, I would say 30 seconds, I was able to just get right back into like doing my work. And and I just kind of forgot that that he was even there. It wasn't something that I had to really work on. It wasn't like I was still in this like emotional turmoil, which was a it's just a miracle for me because you know, I'm a very highly sensitive person and I get attached and I love hard. And this person, you know, was somebody that I really, I really, really gave a lot to and really had high hopes for. And the fact that I could see him and just, you know, look over and, and feel what I felt. And then he left. And then I just started on off with my day, 
was it showed me a testament to wow we can if we can't get it from somebody else we can definitely do our own internal work and you know and thank god for that i i I feel like that was just like a blessing in disguise just kind of like thank you thank you that you came into my life to just show me the parts in myself that i just really need to heal the parts in myself that still need some work the parts of myself that i still need to love the parts of myself that i um you know maybe i'm not totally stepping into my power maybe i'm still afraid maybe i'm settling maybe whatever it might be but i just want to say again you eventually will find the peace and closure that you're looking for if you don't feel like you have it right now and that you can get it from yourself and i will end on this and i will say that I did have a relationship where I didn't get closure for so long, but then eventually after a couple years, we reconnected again. And it really was so nice to get an acknowledgement from him where he did say, you know what, that was really, really like just not a manly move of me. And it really gave me this healing bomb to my heart. So I don't want you to think in any way that I'm trying to say that you have to just like suppress your feelings and not care and like yeah you can get closure and and just move on and you don't have to even care about this at all you know we're not robots we're humans with hearts and we're sensitive and at the end of the day it really does feel good when two people can just be respectful and show up and attune to each other's feelings and be men and be women and and really just care about each other and be willing to have the conversations and to be truthful and be really honest, right? It's just a beautiful thing when we can when we can really offer that to each other. So if you are in any way, if you've never given someone closure, if you're like, wow, I don't know if I've ever really given that person closure or, or maybe I'll just be more mindful of, um, of that in my next relationship, then, then, you know, maybe you might want to consider like, if it makes sense, you know, you have to, you have to have it make sense and be something that's appropriate, but like reach out to somebody and say, you know what, I want to acknowledge that you maybe never got closure from that relationship, or maybe there's something that's left unsaid that I need to say to you. And I just want to say it to you because we just never know how much time we have left on this earth. And I, for one, oh, I just, I just want to feel like I'm doing the best that I can. And I'm just not like, carrying around these chains and all this weight of I don't know past hurts and regrets and and just like let me figure out where I might need to just reach out to somebody and just even say a simple I'm sorry or a simple I just wanted to tell you this that I should have told you a long time ago it's one of the things I love about 12-step programs is they have that whole ninth step amends process I think it's the ninth step is it the ninth step? Yeah, I think it's the ninth step where you go through all of these people that you can think of that you've maybe hurt on some level. And when it's appropriate, if it's appropriate, you reach out to all those people and you just make amends and it just makes your soul feel so good. So yeah, I just wanted to go off on that tangent there to say both like you can get closure for yourself when you actually can't get closure from the other person. I also want to acknowledge that it really just does feel good when you do get closure. And hopefully one day, if you never have, I hope that one day you will. And if you're somebody who can offer somebody closure, then I would just say consider that that would just be giving yourself a beautiful gift to be able to just let that go, to be able to free your soul of that weight. Even if the other person's like, leave me the fuck alone. Like it might just 
do you some good to write a letter? And and these are the things that you really have to feel into. If somebody really doesn't want to hear from you and it's just going to cause them a lot of pain, then maybe it's just not the right time. But this is all stuff you could just process with a therapist or a coach. I am a coach that could help you with all these things. In fact, I'll just dive right into that. So I am a life and relationship coach and I help people who have really struggled with self-worth and um, money problems and settling in relationships, attracting unavailable men. I, I help you revolutionize your relationship to yourself. I help liberate your limiting beliefs and I help you to up your self-worth. We go through a beautiful personalized coaching program. It's called Divine Liberation. And you can reach out and schedule an initial call with me if you want to just get a feel for what coaching would be like. And it's personalized to every single person because obviously we're all different. But I do offer that one-on-one coaching. You can do a three-month program, six-month program, or also a 12-month program as well. And I do have a YouTube channel. You can follow me on Instagram. I post daily and that's at HeyCoachMandy. And... Uh, Of course, I have this podcast that you're listening to right now. I would love it if you could leave me a review. I put out a podcast every single Monday. And if you think that this information would help anybody, then please consider sharing. That would be awesome. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all the other platforms. So thanks so much for listening to this. I hope it was informative and helpful. And I'll catch you next Monday. Hello and welcome to the Fall in Love with Yourself First podcast. My name is Mandy Tardiff. This is episode number 15. And the title of today's episode is Five Steps to Ending a Relationship in a Healing Way with Grace and Respect. I'm super excited to dive into today's topic. I will be going over five steps on how you could end a relationship. And this could be any relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship, right? It can be a relationship that you're feeling like you need to end with a friend or with an employer or with some kind of a group that you're in and how to end it in a healing way with grace and respect. So we don't have this lingering regret, this lingering pain when we don't see the ending of something through to its completion. And I totally understand that sometimes this is really difficult to do because you need both parties involved to be on board with this. So you could be somebody who's wanting to end a relationship in a very healing way with communication, with grace and respect, but the other person either just doesn't want to communicate, has blocked you. So I totally get there. I empathize and I've been there. This is is five steps to take if you are in a relationship, ending a relationship with somebody who is at least attuned enough or able to or willing to have this kind of journey with you to go through these five steps. So I want to just talk about another word for what I'm talking about today, which is conscious uncoupling. So you might have heard this term before. It was kind of coined a few years back by Gwen Stefani when she was going through her breakup with her partner. And then also it was originally coined by a marriage and family therapist named Catherine Woodward Thomas, who 
used this word un- uh, conscious uncoupling. I almost said unconscious uncoupling. No, it's conscious uncoupling to describe a process of ending a relationship with mindfulness and intentionality rather than simply just breaking up with somebody and you know doing it abruptly or without any consideration for the other person's feelings or for your own for that matter. So in a world where there's like a lot of ghosting and there's people that are starting relationships without even ending the cycle of the previous relationship, it's just so important to talk about this because uh, a breakup, even though it can be difficult, but a breakup or just a letting go of something can be one of the most powerful experiences that you could ever go through because there's so much to learn about yourself when we do feel the completion or we're coming to this place where we feel like a partnership, a relationship, a dynamic needs to just come to an end. There's so much that if we're looking at it in a very mature, healthy way, we can really take stock of what did we learn and what are we integrating from that experience and how can we thank the other for this experience and how can we just come to a place of acceptance and surrender, knowing that everything that you were essentially supposed to learn from this situation, maybe it's just there's nothing left to kind of learn. There's there's not much more you could do with this particular person or group or friend or whatever you know the, the case may be for you. And to be able to just really do all the inner work to get to that place of acceptance within yourself so that you can see it from a different vantage point and not be carrying stories or bitterness or regret or pain for the rest of your life because you took the time to really um, go through these five steps. So that's what conscious uncoupling is, is really a, a process of ending a relationship with mindfulness and intentionality. So I came up with these five steps um, after really feeling into my experiences with this. Now I've had experiences on both ends of the spectrum. I have been in relationships where they ended abruptly. I've been in relationships where I wanted to go through the process of consciously uncoupling. However, the other person just wasn't on board and wouldn't um, show up to the table. I've been in these kind of situations where um, we just were, we had no in, no in, there was no intentionality. We just uh, ended up kind of breaking up for whatever reason that it was and then there was like lingering regret and I had I actually remember one in particular where our breakup was really just kind of traumatic in a lot of ways and I just you know I didn't know what I didn't know back then and so therefore I had a reoccurring nightmare almost every night for almost like 20 years about this particular ex-boyfriend and I just he lived in my brain for so long he lived in my heart because I just didn't go through the process that I'm going to be talking about here and a lot of this I you know we just don't know what we don't know until we know it I wish this stuff would be taught at school I wish this stuff would be taught a lot earlier I think it's more important to be teaching our young ones about communication about relationships about their own selves and how how they can attune to their own needs and voice their own needs I mean this stuff to me my own personal opinion is way the hell more important than what two plus two equals. So I'm going to jump into the steps right now. And along the way, I'll just be sharing little tidbits of my story and how I relate to each of these steps. So step number one 
is really getting clear within yourself. So this is the most important step because you really need to take the time to go within. If you're feeling at all that you just need to let go of a relationship, maybe you've been feeling it for years, maybe you've been feeling it for decades, maybe you've been feeling it for weeks, but on some level, you're just going back and forth. Maybe you've been in this place of flip-flop. I've been in that place for sure where I just wasn't, I wasn't sure if it was the right relationship, the right person, if I was being too picky, if I'd be letting go of such a great person and we aligned on so many levels, would I be making a big mistake? Would there be somebody better out there for me? And if I let this person go, would I be screwing up my one and only chance? So if you've been feeling any of these things and you just, in some way, you are feeling like it's time to really land somewhere, Um, It's painful, although it's part of the process, but it's painful to be flip-flopping with one toe in and one toe out. It's so much nicer to be in a place of clarity rather than confusion, right? I think you could we could all agree on that. So it's really important to take the time to gather all the information, to go through all the things that you need to go through to get to the clarity where you can really be super honest with yourself and you can say you know what as scary as this might be or as much as I'm still maybe not sure but like I'm gonna do the inner work to really come to a place of deep honesty and why I need to let this relationship go so this is practicing mindfulness this is being present in each moment this is staying focused it can be really difficult to navigate through these emotions because if you're bringing up, well, if there's shame or if there's guilt or anything, or if there's fear, which there probably will be, it's really important to be able to name that and see that and say, okay, if there weren't any shame here, if I didn't feel ashamed about what I'm feeling. So let me give you an example. If if you're feeling like you want to end a marriage, but you feel really ashamed about that because you feel on some level that you should still want to be with this person for the kids, you know, for whatever reason, but you're feeling like it's just, I don't know if I'm just deeply honest with myself, I've tried every single thing I think I could possibly try and I just still don't feel it anymore, right? This is where you got to be mindful of those things, the shame, the guilt, the regret, the the fear, right? If you're just like super afraid to be alone, that's no reason to stay with a person just because you're afraid to be alone. Because at the end of the day, I get it, but you're going to be fine. And staying with someone just because you're afraid to be alone is no reason to stay with somebody. If you're just not super, super happy, if they're not meeting your needs, if you're not meeting their needs, if you just are constantly wishing that you were with somebody else, it's probably time to do the inner work and to really reflect and get honest with yourself. I was in a relationship with somebody who was on so many levels, so freaking amazing. One of the most amazing relationships I had ever been in. The communication was so beautiful. I felt so safe. I felt so cared for, so listened to. It was just really wonderful. We had fun. We were playful. We had some good intimacy together. But when it came down to me getting deeply honest, because I kept flip-flopping about how I felt about this person as our relationship progressed and we got more serious and he wanted to bring it to more of a serious level. And I would kind of be like, oh gosh, I kind of feel like I'm not on the same level as him. What's wrong with me? When I could finally put that down, put down the fear of being alone, put down the shame 
of even feeling that I didn't even feel the same way that he felt, once I could put all those things down and just get to the bare bones kind of truth for myself, which was I went into this relationship with this particular person with, you know, with just positivity and and excitement. But as I got to know this person and realized that this person was actually born a woman, although I'm a very open-minded person and a very free-spirited person and I'm open to so many new experiences and it was fun. But at the end of the day, when I really got clear with myself and just reminded myself that I biologically need someone who was born a man. And instead of feeling like I was a superficial person or I was, you know, just not liking somebody because of, you know, just a a part, you know, I, when I finally put all those feelings of shame and, and things down and I just got down to my bare bones truth without moralizing it, making it good or bad. And just said to myself, baby girl, it's okay that you actually want to be with like a cis man. You tried, you had a beautiful time with this person. What a beautiful soul. But at the end of the day, your needs are just not going to be totally met with this particular relationship. And you've tried every angle. And this particular thing is a non-negotiable for you. Like this person's not going to be able to change this part of themselves, even though everything else on the surface, that there were so many good things about this person, I had to get really freaking honest with myself. And let me just tell you that that was not an easy place to get to at all whatsoever. Ever. It was so difficult. I spent so many nights crying my brains out, journaling, talking to my friends, trying to get to my truth. And it was it was a difficult process. But in the end, I learned so much about my pattern in relationships, about how I continue to just not uh, demand in some ways that I get my needs met, demand to my own self. Like, baby girl, you got to make sure you're getting your needs met and you're not always attuning to other people's needs. Like it's okay that you have needs in a relationship as well. So that was step number one for me was getting super, super clear on my reasons for this conscious uncoupling, the reasons for it and really accepting it, really getting this peaceful place inside of myself of like, I'm okay for these reasons. I'm finally clear and now I'm ready. So when you're finally clear and you're finally ready, my next step for you, my next recommendation is to take step two. Now discuss it. Discuss it with somebody else. And the reason for this is not because I'm suggesting that you talk to somebody else and you ask them for their opinion and that they need to give you their opinion. Although sometimes it's really nice when you're talking to a friend and they know you really well or your sister or a mentor or your coach and they can offer you suggestions, perspectives that maybe you've never thought of before. I mean, I think that that's really wise. And that's the reason why I'm saying to do step two is because it's it's twofold. It's really important for you to first get clear with yourself and then to kind of kind of like bounce it off somebody else because what it's going to be doing for you is it's going to be helping you to hear yourself say it out loud. So it's it's going to be solidifying it for you even more. And then when you're saying it out loud to somebody else, you're going to be able to feel into any places that still might feel like you need to go back to your journal and get clear about. Or you can feel into those places where you're like, no, I'm I'm ready. Like I'm definitely very passionate about this. I know I've I've come to this place. 
And when you're talking about it, when you're processing it with somebody else that you trust, that someone else is that is able to meet you emotionally, that's not going to try to control the situation, that's not going to be listening to you with ears of with fear or anything like that. You just find somebody, you know, maybe preferably for you, some like a neutral party who can help you facilitate this whole process or just to listen as you go through this whole process for yourself where you're just you know, really solidifying that place of clarity within yourself. And then you're ready to take step number three. So I thankfully have had just so many people and I still do have so many people in my life that I can bounce things off of that I can just say, Hey, I'm going through this process and I'm just wondering if I can just talk this through and let me know if there's anything that you hear in there. And I'm, I'm, I'm very open to hearing different perspectives and suggestions, like I said, but Really, it's a time for me to just get even more clear and hear me say it out loud because what you're doing is you're basically preparing yourself for the next step, which is step step number three, which is you're going to be now taking everything that you did in step number one and step number two, and then you're going to be ready to actually say it out loud. You're going to be saying it to the person, to the group, to the friend, to whoever it is that you feel like you need to kind of change it into a different dynamic with this particular person, group, friend, like I said. So step number three is where you are going to be setting up a time with this person to talk. Now, there's so many different scenarios with this. I'm thinking of one example for me when I was dating this man and I knew that it was time to let him go and I needed to tell him and I knew that I needed to tell him as soon as possible because I knew that he had just developed such immense feelings for me and I knew that if I didn't tell him it was just going to prolong the pain and I just I just didn't want to let him go on a lot of levels because we were just so good together but I also knew that he was so in love with me and I was just never going to be able to completely meet him in that and as painful as that was and as much as I wished that I could change myself I just had did all the work in step one to get clear that like I'm not going to be able to change myself and it's okay. I did step number two to talk to my friends about it. And then it became a time to be do step number three, which is to approach him and say, I really need to have a conversation with you and I'm wondering when you can do that. I want to sit down with you and I want to talk things through because this is just really important and I'm feeling like um, I'm feeling a shift in our dynamic and I really need to explain you know, this to you. So we went through that process we set up a time that we were going to sit down and that we were going to talk we were going to offer each other this space to just listen to each other we agreed that we were going to go into it being very respectful being very kind to each other and just you know listening and however long that process took was however long that process was going to need to take and we agreed that we were going to to the best of our ability we were going to try to give each other what we needed through that process. So the step number three, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but step number three is just to set up the time. And then when you do set up the time, just make sure you're really practicing a lot of self-care for yourself, a lot of compassion, a lot of mindfulness. And also my suggestion would be to write a letter. Now you might not give this person or group or whatever the letter but I would say just write them a letter what I did for this one particular situation with this one man was I wrote down 69 things that I learned from the relationship um, when I was you know with him 69 things that were just these great takeaways 
And when we did meet up for our time to consciously uncouple, we shared uh, how, you know, our thoughts. And um, I shared the 69 things that I learned from the relationship with him. And it was a really beautiful kind of kind of bittersweet, but it was a really beautiful night that we shared together, um, agreeing that it was time to let go. And and then we could just share our takeaways and gratitude and love and also some pain and and so I would definitely suggest to um, not only set up the time, but just prepare for that time as well. Mentally prepare yourself, do as much as you need to do to fill your own tank, to just give yourself your own compassion and go into it with a positive mindset that this is what needs to happen. Everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to work out because I assure you that it really will work out. So step number four is when you're going to have the talk. So again, I would just say definitely practicing self-compassion and get some rest and just make sure that you're really grounded before you have the talk. Make sure you go back and read your letter. Make sure that you're just practicing maybe some meditation or go for a walk or just do something before you're going to have this talk and just remind yourself why you're doing this, that everything is going to be okay, that you're a good person, that you know it's time to let go. And when you have the talk, make sure you're creating a safe and supportive environment for the process. And this would also be my suggestion is to set the ground work for the talk and say like, okay, I'd like to share, you know, why I'm feeling this way. And if you would just listen and hear me through and without, you know, saying anything, and then I'll stop my share and then I'll give you space. You can share whatever you want to share. And then I will listen the whole way through. And then what we can do after that is we can give each other the space to respond and we can go back and forth and back and forth however many times that we need to. And if it ever felt like we were getting triggered, angry, or if we felt like we just couldn't handle our emotions, then we both agreed. And I would suggest this, that you say we're going to agree that if we're feeling ourselves, just go to a place where we just feel like we can't emotionally handle ourselves in the moment to just say, I really do need to, this is getting a little too much for me. I'm getting triggered and I need to take a step back and I will recommit to this conversation in a day, in an hour, in whatever, and just, you know, give a time. So we agreed, we set the groundwork and the foundation for our talk in step four. That's what I would suggest. And so, yeah, you're making sure that you're commuting, communicating effectively, communicating calmly, try to focus on the positives the whole way through. And then you basically tell them why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Now, sometimes it's not that important to tell them maybe absolutely everything. You have to practice common sense here where you might not say like, I just don't like it that you're so, I don't know, you have such brown hair. Like, this is a really silly example, but I'm just saying like sometimes it's just best to not say everything. But then again, I also want to say also it's really important to not just sugarcoat it if you're too afraid and just be like, well, it's me. It's not you. Because then what that's going to do is that's going to leave a door of hope for the other person. And if you're clear, and I, this is the thing I want to stress the most in this entire freaking podcast. If you are clear that you really don't want to be in a relationship with this person because you got clear on step number one and you got to be freaking honest with yourself, then 
you have got to do the person, the other person a favor and let them go. Let them go in peace. Rip the band-aid off. It's actually going to be better for them in the long run because it is painful to have hope when there's actually no hope there. When somebody's withholding information and when they're withholding honesty from you and they're just like playing you along, stringing you along, that's so painful. It's really awful. So rip the band-aid off and do this person a favor and just say in an eloquent elegant, nice, kind, compassionate, honest, common sense way, this is why I feel like it's time to let go so that they can really let go. So that you can let go, you can cut the cord and you can really let go. And then you can leave space and room for something else. Because if we're not doing this, then our mind is just being clouded by regret and shame and pain and hope and all these things that we just... We didn't let it go so that we can actually enter into a new relationship where we have so much to offer and so much to give because we've completed the process of our previous relationship. We learned what we were supposed to learn in that relationship. It came to its completion. And then because we've integrated the lessons, the next person is going to come into our life to teach us more lessons. And who knows how long we're going to be with that person. It could be five years, two years, two months, or the rest of your life. But it's to also feel into that next relationship when and if it's time to let go of that relationship, right? You got to be just, this is why it's so important to practice mindfulness and being introspective so that you can feel the nuances of this when and if they come up. All right, so step number four, you've had the talk, you're saying thank you, you're focusing on the positives, you're having this communication, it could be full of tears, it could be really beautiful. The times when I've done this, it has been so beautiful and I am so grateful for the men that have come into my life that just really showed me this healing experience that I quite frankly just didn't even know was possible because it's not where I came from. Relationships in the past would just end abruptly. They would end with no intention. They started with no intention and it just caused, you know, trauma. And then therefore I was just continuously repeating patterns because I hadn't integrated lessons. I hadn't really thought about relationships as being spaces where you learn more about yourself instead of thinking that they're the one and that they're going to complete you. I just didn't have that mindset back then. So I'm so grateful that these particular people that I'm thinking of right now that came into my life to really show me a different way. So that's step four. And then step number five is once you've you know, had this talk, however many talks it takes to go through this process and you're respecting each other, then you kind of come up with a plan. So I'm thinking again about a relationship that I had and, and he requested for, for us to go a 90 days without communicating and to kind of block each other on social media, not in an aggressive way to be like, I'm blocking you, but just more to understand that like the psychological stuff of like how social media can impact us and cause some craziness, at least it can for me, where we make assumptions and we go and we peek into their lives and we think these certain things and to alleviate all of that, you know, um, future anxiety we just both said you know what let's just agree to block each other on social media there's nothing to hide there's nothing that like I'm afraid that you're gonna see but it's just gonna be actually a way to practice self-care both for ourselves and for each other so I'm gonna block you on social media you block me let's block each other on our phones let's just agree that we're not gonna talk we're not gonna text 
we don't hate each other we actually really care about each other but this is probably just going to be the best way for us to attune back to our own selves to you know remember what it's like to be in our lives without each other to integrate all of our lessons and it was a really good plan so we talked about all the nuances of like okay he moved out what's that going to look like when are you moving do you want me to be here when you're moving do you not want me to be here when you're moving do you want me to help you move are you taking the toaster are you going to take this you know and i mean we talked through absolutely everything and i'm so grateful i had the opportunity to be able to talk through all of these things with this person in such a mature way and then also giving each other the space and the time So like, do you need some time where I'm not going to be here because it's too difficult to have me here? Do you need it so that, you know, could you just maybe not go to that particular place for like a week? Can we just maybe try to avoid each other because it, you know, could you go to that grocery store and I'll go to this grocery store just for just, you know, just for a couple weeks? And, you know, we went through all these different little things and we had to figure out what was going to work best for us. Now, there were some things that he requested that I didn't necessarily really want to do or didn't agree with, or I didn't really feel like I needed them. Like, I didn't feel like we really needed the whole 90 day no contact thing. I felt like we could still be friends, text each other, but he really, really, really stressed that he wanted the 90 day no contact thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm on board. If that's going to help you, then I'm a hundred percent. It's not going to kill me. It's, it, it felt like something that I was absolutely willing to meet him at. So we agreed to that. So yeah, you, you really, come up with this future plan and how you're going to fall through on that. And that's between you and this partner, this group, this friend. And you just continue to practice compassion for yourself and compassion for the other person, respect during the whole uncoupling process. And that would mean you're still journaling. If there's feelings that come up, you're processing that with your friends or with your coach or with your mentor or with your sponsor. And I would definitely suggest just inundating yourself with any kind of resources that are talking about this, talking about breakups, healing in you know ways that you can break up in a very healing way. There's lots of podcasts about unconscious uncoupling and that would definitely be something that would be really helpful to bolster yourself up while you're going through this process. And then after that, it's just all about follow through. So you've done step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, and it's time to now just follow through with everything. You're continuing to stay clear on why it was in the first place that you felt like you needed to let your relationship go in step number one. And step number two, you know, maybe you're still processing it with your friends and your coaches and your mentors while you're continuing to go through this process. Number three, you've already set up the time to talk. So you've already put it out there. You've already communicated what you were feeling. And step number four, you had this wonderful talk and the other person shared their feelings as well. And you listened and you both practiced gratitude. You tried to focus on the positive as much as you could. And now it's just, where am I going? So it's kind of like a bonus step. This is like step number bonus, step number six, I guess you could say, but it's like create a vision for your future. So now with everything that you have learned, everything that this person came into your life and kind of showed you, the the things that you just maybe didn't feel before or know before, for instance, there's been men that have come into my life that have treated me in such beautiful ways that I'm like, I just, 
I just didn't even know that I could feel that. I didn't know that there'd be men out there that would talk to me in such amazing ways and be so kind and patient and loving and create such a safe kind of perimeter for me and take care of me in these ways. And so just taking all that, taking all the things that they brought into your life and how they've changed you and then creating a vision for your future and just saying like, okay, this partner was great. And these are the things that I loved. And these are the things that I learned. And these are the things that just weren't working. These are the things that I felt that were missing. So these are the things that I'm going to call in. So create a vision board, create a plan for yourself, write out a statement of what it is that you're wanting, of what it is that you're yearning for. And then you head in that direction and you take all of the experiences that you've had and you just you just like think about it in this way of like I'm so grateful sure there's some grief there's some sadness you know perhaps there's maybe even some anger some just some feelings that might come up and that's perfectly normal as you go through this whole process it's going to be up and down and you're going to have excitement and hope for the future and then you're going to be scared and maybe fearful and sad and have a lot of grief and wonder like am I going to meet anybody as great as this person did I make a mistake and but taking all of that and and just looking at those steps that you that you took and just being like super proud of yourself that you were honest and that you were really deeply honest with yourself maybe the most honest you've ever been with yourself and another person in your entire life and be really proud because this is developing communication skills this is developing the most important thing that I think that any human could ever develop, which is to be able to actually attune to their own needs and communicate those to another person and to really listen to another person's needs as well. Because at the end of the day, we are self-sovereign beings. We are interdependent beings. We do need each other, but it's through our interdependence that we can express our needs and get our needs met in a better way when we actually know that we are independent and that we can essentially get our own needs met but it's really cool when someone else can meet your needs too when you know you can get your needs met if that made any sense whatsoever I know that was probably maybe kind of confusing but just creating a vision for your future for your for your life and then perhaps even taking it a step further and like what do I do if I run into you after the 90 days and you know, that's something that me and this particular partner ended up talking about. Just like, we're going to go with the flow. We're just going to go with the flow. And with these particular partners that I've had of as recent, and we went through a, uh, our dynamic and our relationship, and we decided that we wanted to let it go. It's really cool because I've been able to be really, not I wouldn't say really good friends, but I've been able to just be in these people's lives still. And it, everything just, you know, everything's changed. And there was, it took a little bit of time to go from, friends to romantic partners to breaking up back to a different dynamic but it's possible and it really is possible and it just takes communication it just takes a willingness to listen it takes a willingness to be real it takes a willingness to be vulnerable and it's like excuse me and it just it's so beautiful so i hope that these steps helped you um a conscious uncoupling the five steps to ending a relationship in a healing way with grace and respect there's a little dog knocking on my door right now so i gotta go answer the door and thanks so much for being here and i will catch you in my next podcast which will be coming out next monday 
And if you're interested in working with me, I am a self-love and relationship coach and you can DM me and we can set up our first appointment. We can have a nice little chat and find out who you are and what you're looking for and how I can support you. And I have a few questions that I always ask everybody as well as some quizzes that I love people. Um, I have people take so I can get to know them a lot better and just kind of feel into who they are and how I can better support um, my clients. So if you're interested in that, you can go to my website at www.mandytardiff.com backslash coaching. And you can also follow me on Instagram if you're interested. It's at Hey Coach Mandy. And there's so much information that I put out there on Instagram pretty much daily. There's just a lot of content um, and has to do with like relationships and mindfulness and heartbreak and navigating all the, the things um, that we navigate as, as humans and doing it in a very self-loving, intentional, mindful way so that we are living authentically and we are basically able to live our best lives using our gifts and our strengths and, and just uh, being the best people that we can be. So thanks again for being here and I'm going to sign off now. Have a great day or evening. Bye.